to my podcast. It's February 26, 2019. Let's get started here. We're going to talk about pedophilia. There was something that was brought to my attention here. Dean of Pedos, Vatican Treasurer George Peel, convicted of child sexual assault. He is the highest ranking church official ever to go to trial and be convicted for sex abuse. This gentleman is disturbing, very disturbing. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to turn more people over. Pretty sure he's going to uh, probably turn some politicians over as well. A little brief history about this sick, sick, evil man. 77-year-old Cardinal was on trial in December for sexually abusing two choir boys in the late 1990s. That's how long these people have been paying people off. The verdict was delivered at the time, but couldn't be reported until Monday. This is, a, you know, Australia protocol for their laws in the Catholic Church. It's disturbing. 1990. That's how long this went on. And... You read about it pretty much quite a bit in the news. I know not even six and a half miles, seven and a half miles. I think the prison is up the road from me. And they released uh, sex offenders down by uh, Turtle Creek, which is where they house them. And they send them off to work and go to jobs. These are sex offenders. They're only doing like 90 days, six months, and they're out and about. Now, this gentleman here, go back to this, the Dean of Pedos, George, is going to probably be giving up names of other people that are in the church. And we personally know if you keep up with everything, I know not everybody does, but some apparent reason I have turned into a hobby. And sometimes the stuff I read is disturbing, and sometimes knowledge that I have, I share. And it's the truth. Catholic Church is a harvesting cesspool of sex pedos who are scattered out throughout the world, throughout the United States. Local communities, a lot of people do not know that these priests who are in the Catholic Church have immunity, meaning their files are closed and not open to the public because the allegations that they have done before in the past. This is not the first time this has been in the news, and it's definitely going to be the last time. There needs to be more stiffer laws, more penalties. I'm for the death penalty. But 
They put dogs down to have rabies. Once they put down people that hurt children like that as well. Throughout my time growing up as a kid, there was a pretty tight-knit community. You really didn't hear a lot about this stuff. But back then, they really didn't have, you know, they didn't have the, the internet wasn't in full force and all that. And news from what they really wanted to tell you on TV it was just basic, you know, stuff. And churches and things like that. And a little local community. Everybody knew everybody. And if something like this went on, people would talk about it. You know, like the shame. You know, the shame on the town. But now this stuff is televised. And people are reading this and looking into it as if, you know, pedophilia being a disease. And the child sexuality with grown men wanting to be with children is very disturbing. Um, for the people that don't really know, like pedophilia is a sexual attraction to adolescent children. They're trying to say that there's something mentally wrong with these people. They're not wired right. I think that's a load of shit. You know, right from wrong. What's up and what's down. And it's just a disorder, a sexual disorder. And they're wanting to pass to where this pass laws to where it's okay for Adults to walk hand in hand with children down the street. I've talked about this in other podcasts I've done. It's disturbing, and it is. Um, like I said, the Catholic Church gives these people immunity, and also when you watch the news and you hear about someone who has molested a child or raped a woman, and you think, oh, they're going to get a lot of time out of that. They're going to go to prison for a long time. No, they're not. Six months, a year, they're on parole. They're right back in the same neighborhood again. You know, I know some people are thinking, like, well, there's only certain day, certain areas that they're allowed in. Sure, do some research on that one. In my community, there's some that actually live right across the street from schools. Daycares, churches, where kids go to the church at. Kids are not safe. Women are not safe. And yes, men do get raped as well. This is true statements, but you don't really hear a lot in the news. Mostly, you know, women and children. I'm not saying women in general are weak and helpless. Buy a gun, shoot them. I'm talking about the people who try to rape or sexually assault a woman. I think the woman has every right in the world to shoot them. Right then and there. Why waste time? Why waste sitting there talking to someone who was on trial? It doesn't work. I'm going to share a little information history. I was probably about six or seven years old. 
there's a man who came to my house. My mom let him in. My dad was asleep on the sofa. He was, he drunk a lot. So this is a true story. Him and his friend came in. I remember because I was watching TV. I was watching cartoons. Um, little, you know, square TV floor model. Zenith. The kind you, you know, you push the button on and off. They didn't have remotes back then. Um, we lived in a house, which was up on the ridge. This is down south in Kentucky. Give you a little insight. Anyway, his friend came in. I believe his friend's name was Drexel. Clyde Drexel, I believe that's his name. I don't know, I'm not sure if he's passed away or not, but um, anyway, he came in and he knelt down where my dad was at. And I remember him saying that we need to get our stories together. We need to get our story straight. Is it okay if I talk here? My dad rolls over, looks at me. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Pretty much thinking I, you know, didn't have a good memory, but still suppressed memories that I have. And I remember bits and pieces. I still can remember the actions playing in my head. Him and my dad came up with a story. So him and his friends would get out of a rape allegation, which they did rape the woman, because why would he be at the house trying to get their story straight? The woman, they got drunk and raped her. Him and his friends did. And being in a little small town, corrupt, didn't even make it to the newspaper. I've heard stories. There's different stories I've heard about it. I heard the woman uh, was at the jail and they brought him in and things like that. And she pointed him out from my understanding. And it was supposed to went to court and things. They only did like not even six months over this. All of them did. And they all got out. And uh, anyway, the reason I bring this story up because the woman ended up dead from my understanding, because I've asked questions, and everybody plays dumb. I've asked uh, I've asked my mom, because uh, she don't want to talk about it. Now, my grandmother, God rest her soul in heaven, she told me that my dad did do it. And so why do I find myself so upset when I read stories about Women being raped, kids being molested. Because I find it disturbing how people can get away with it. That's that's how I feel about it. It's very disturbing. I'm trying to put it lightly. It's pretty messed up. To how an individual person can just walk around knowing they hurt somebody and got away with it. It's very disturbing. Share a little insight. Some of the, some of his friends. Uh are dead. Now my dad, now I know he's ran crazy. He uh, drinking and cross-addicted, he's ran crazy. I haven't spoke to him many, many, many years. Growing up in the home was pretty uh, pretty hell-bent, especially with I know rapists in the house. So I bring that story up because I go back to this Vatican guy. You know, the Vatican... Uh, I was reading little bits and pieces of it. You know, this guy is 77 years old. 
He did this back in the late 90s. And convicted of child sexual assault. And here he is being led by police officers. Currently has on a black suit. And he still has the oath. Which is my understanding. I'm not Catholic, but the collar of the priest is still around his neck. As if, ain't no big deal. I'll be out in no time. I believe he will. I just do. I believe he'll be out in no time whatsoever. The laws are not as stiff. I know it's Australia, but I'm going to talk about America. The laws are not very stiff here in America for a child sex offender. And they're not. In my personal opinion, they should be life in prison. Not everyone is guilty. Hardcore facts. Hardcore case where everything has been went over repeatedly. There's evidence linking things together with these people that have done this. And I understand, like what I was saying, my, my father and his friend got away with it. That was in like the 80s. And here we are in 2019. Still no conviction. It's disturbing. So when I hear about cases where the priest is being arrested, thank God justice prevailed. Then I believe there should be more justice handed out. Because these kids have to live with that for the rest of their life. Knowing what this man did to them. This is supposed to have been uh, a person cloaked uh, using the Lord Jesus Christ, St. Peter, and everyone reading the Bible. And these boys looked up to this guy. But in fear, not in a friend, but fear, embarrassment of not letting the other ones find out what happened. You read about this all the time in different communities, how this goes on. There's many more out there that are being paid hush money. And the Pope needs to come up off those files and release them to the public and get this squared away and bring the house of the pedophilias down, period. The sickening of this has went on long enough throughout decades. Over the past, let's say, five years, with the Philadelphia, those priests, the they were busted. It was like a sex ring. There was a an ex priest working at Disney who was busted. Sounds like a sex child pornography ring. He had immunity. His files were closed because. Files are closed, you really can't do a background check. Now, let me ask you this question out there, people. Think about this. Do you really know your neighbor? Do you really know the person you work with? Not to get you paranoid, but you can't have your record expunged. If it's a, if it's a nonviolent crime, 
and uh, you can have you can have your record sponge. Imagine that. Sex offender, molesting your child. They're trying to say, from my understanding, it's loopholes within the system and letting them out after. I've said it before, like 90 days, six months, or a year. But let me, how about the ones that just pay a fine? How about that? Let that sink in. They just pay a fine for hurting a child and move on. Grossman's position is uh, here in the state of Ohio is a harsh law. You know, in my opinion, mandatory five years straight. And depending on the type of case that it is, that's that's how they looked at it. What type of case are we looking at? Was there resistance fall? Was that involved? That's disturbing. They all should be the same, no matter what. You hurt a child, you hurt a woman in a, in a sexual manner, you, you should automatically be given life in prison. Even what gets me is after they even murder the child or abuse the child, there was something the other day. There was a gentleman, don't know his name off the top of my head. He broke a baby's legs and seriously assaulted her. What I'm talking about is disturbing. But this goes on every day. Praying that it will stop. The Lord Jesus Christ came back. You know, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to go into to that right now, but I feel as if more things need to be addressed through our laws and through our system. I believe the President of the United States needs to sign his tougher law, and the Democrats are turning the laws over in their favoritism, from my, my understanding. We're caught up in who said what and who did what. We're missing the picture. The kids need protection. The women need protection from these monsters. And that they keep letting back out of prison and repeating the same crimes over again and again until finally they're like, oh, well, we tried probation, we tried this, we tried therapy for you. Everybody's thinking, you know, won't they just castrate them? Won't they just put them down like like a dog with rabies, and be done with it. I'm a strong believer in that. I have a child. You hurt my child. You're not going to hurt anyone else. I just feel that way. And I'm not just talking that way either. I just feel that way. There's an example of a person that feels as if they can get away with it, and they're a toxic, vile bastard for hurting a child and a woman in a sexual manner, and to sit back and think, well, I'm just going to go to jail for a little bit or prison. I'll be back out. Slap on the wrist. That's disturbing. But anyway, I'm going to get back to this guy real quick. Um, we got like 10 more minutes to talk. This Vatican treasure, George guy, where how many names has he turned over? He's probably going to be turning over a lot of names. He's going to probably be turning over a lot of politicians. The stuff runs deep. Sleep state behind closed doors. You see it in the, the Oscar awards, 
their closed little net circuit that they have, they all knew about Harvey Weinstein. They all knew about Kevin Spacey's Woody Allen. Even in the music industry, lead singer from Red Hot Chili Peppers, even down to the Rolling Stones lead singer, all these people, even even all these singers, they call them child sex parties. And they're all tied in together. And I'm going to bring up the Beatles really quick. I know there's probably some Beatles fans out there. Jimmy Seville. That gentleman there molested many, 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 many kids. Lo and behold, there's a beetle with him taking pictures. Oh, it's just a picture. Well, Aleister Crowley is on one of their albums. In the background, far left, if you look at it, you can see him playing his day. Aleister Crowley was a, was a disturbed soul. He was. He believed in the demonic power of the devil. And that, that gentleman was disturbing, if you read on Alistair Crowley. Beatles, as well as on his albums, things tied in together. You have the Sullivan guy. You have Alistair Crowley. The Beatles. We'll probably save this for another podcast. I always tend to do that. Start off with what I'm saying, but it all ties together. These pedophilias. They all run together in packs. Even though they call it one, there's still many, many more out there. Like in the Vatican, there's still many, 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 many more in there. Politicians are the same way. They're taking our tax money, and they're paying these people that they sexually assaulted hush money. We're paying for their crimes, and we are. We're not being held accountable for their crimes and what they commit or do. These are the people that are politicians right on TV talking. And that's pretty much it. We're paying for it out of our taxpayer dollars. Remember when they say your taxpayer dollars are work? Well, they definitely are paying other people off. Do research on this stuff. It's disturbing. Called, like I said, you're here online, like sleep state, um, all this stuff that comes about. But then, like I said, my opinion, someone had to be a sacrifice. And this gentleman here in the Vatican treasure guy was a sacrifice. He was thrown off someone's trail big time. And like a bloodhound. Tell off running, he's going to track you down. And lo and behold, they threw this guy underneath the bus. Backed up the bus, all tires on his ass. And he, they had a conviction out of him. One down, many more to go. You know, I'm hoping he turns the people in. He looks like a talker. He definitely looks like a talker. You call him silver tongues. Once they get caught doing their crimes, they want to talk about it, write books about it, glamorize it, glory, you know, be all glory, the fixation of it. Sick, disturbing. This goes on. Over time and time again. You know, you heard the saying, time repeats itself. You should just take them out and hang Just hang them high. Tallest tree and just hang them and be done with it. You know, they're on the news, they're on the internet. People talk about it. And it's just disturbing. And nothing's done. Except a conviction. But... 
I'll save that for something else, I guess, because I find that in my thoughts, more needs to be done. Laws need to be changed. A lot more needs to be done about these sick people that are just trying to pass these laws as if this is okay. It's just a fantasy that they have or mental illness. It goes deeper than that. Sexually disturbed fantasies is what I call it. Um, do I blame porn? No, you turn porn off. It's a choice. You have to watch porn, turn it off. If you're married to someone, love them and care about them. You don't need porn. You don't need to get a fixation and raping women and, you know, sexually hurting a child. I mean, come on, man. Blow your fucking brains out if you're thinking that way. Plain and simple. I'm not saying go out and do it. If you're, But I just feel that way. If you have those thoughts, get some, get some help. Get some therapy. Get that shit out there and talk to someone about it before you act upon it. Because something in your mind is not clicking right. And those thoughts that you're having are the devil. Telling you that these thoughts are okay to act upon them and they are not. Very disturbing. When those things are terror, true facts, statements. If that don't work, blow your fucking brains out. That's how I believe. That's how I believe about it. Plain and simple. Don't don't waste fucking time dragging someone in the court where they gotta point you out and go over the same thing. What happened? You know, just like with this sick sick bastard from the Vatican. Really, use the Vatican to do his willings and dealings of the devil. And this goes on in the Vatican more than what they want to talk about. It's no surprise. It's been on quite some time. I'm repeating myself. So be it. Uh, thank you all for tuning into my podcast. Really appreciate it. I enjoy doing these podcasts. They are for free. I do not ask or want money for my podcast. I just continue to do it because they are my opinion and my thoughts. And sometimes my thoughts can be disturbing when I start thinking about things. Thank you all for tuning in. God bless. Take care.